I can't believe we're at the point where we are possibly on the brink of World War III. Gas prices are preposterous, inflation is high as giraffe titties, and now, after what I feel was a bullshit arrest or detainment or whatever the Russians claim, we have the greatest WNBA player ever missing. Basically, with her whereabouts unaccounted for, I mean, everything that's going on right now is pure madness. How do you lose a six foot nine person? I mean, I just, just questions for the Russians. I don't know. Anyway, I just don't know what we're going to do, y'all. Life is really crazy right now, but one thing is for sure, it's certainly showing how much unity and working together can actually make a difference. Because in the grand scheme of things, we are not the government or the higher up or the rich people's concern. It's very clear, you know, with the environmentally damaging NFT bullshit and all this virtual money, blah, 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 that they keep spewing off and, you know, unnecessary trips to space. That's neither here nor there, okay? They are not everyday American citizens. They do not know what it's like living in our world day to day. They actually have no idea. Just know we are not their concern. So instead of fighting with each other, we should probably sit back and learn how to work together so that we can actually survive in these apocalyptic times that we are coming upon. Welcome to the Aqua Mom Stage Podcast. Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day, and get ready because the Awkward Mom Stage starts now. Hey y'all, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Lola, and if you're new here, hello and welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Today's episode, I'm talking about negative patterns and ways to break free from negativity. I feel like especially now there's this whole era of newfound negativity that's being passed off as truth or something that needed to be said. And it's like, no, you just wanted an excuse to be an asshole without repercussion. Like, I'll use TikTok as an example because I'm on it often and it's fun. I started using it during the very beginning of the pandemic, as I feel like so many did, and it was just for fun. Creators of all ages, just having fun, making people laugh, being themselves. People shared what they loved and all that. At one point, it was a really positive and uplifting place to be because everyone was just surviving and trying to find some happiness. But here lately, good Lord, if it isn't a complaint about something or someone, it's just people picking apart everything other people are doing in their own homes and lives. Like if I go on Twitter, I already know it's going to be all kinds of sideways shit on there because people on the internet are, well, special. But that's Twitter. And Twitter has always been that toxic relationship you can't let go of. You know you don't need the negativity, but you keep coming back in hopes it gets better. But now it seems that negativity has spread to an app that at one point, before the Tide Pod bullshit... <laughs> set aside the dumbass challenges to cause destruction and shit, it was a place people went for a fun escape. But if we've learned nothing from these past few years on this dumpster fire of a planet is that misery loves company. And if it can fast track its way to spreading to more people, it will. Like I'm so over hearing people complain about organized kitchens. Like we get it. You don't have the time, which is ironic because you're spending the time you claim you don't have creating content or posts about what someone else is doing in their life. 
So who's really the asshole here? Like, why do you care that people take the time to put their cereal in clear containers with labels? Just because your pantry or kitchen looks like a smorgasbord of bullshit doesn't mean everyone else has to also live that way. It doesn't make you more real and down to earth and relatable. Like ever since this whole thing, I only shower four times a month or when I see the dirt, it seems people are coming up with all kinds of ways to shoot down being clean and organized. Like there will always be someone who wants to bring down the vibe. Even on posts as innocent as puppies napping or a baby playing or literally anything, I've seen criticisms, complaints, or just something negative in general because people just don't know how to shut the fuck up at all it's almost as if their brains will completely deteriorate if they can't say the negative shit they want to say i mean being behind a screen helps for sure because no one really can get to you you know you can say what you want without being able to get that slap in the mouth that you should like the negativity is just building i mean i'm currently in georgia and the people here are something different (laughs) It might be the Florida girl in me, but man, oh man, I'll take a gator in my neighbor's pool over the attitudes for absolutely anything that you get here any day. Like, wow, if I would have known how it was beforehand, I for sure would have postponed my move to the state. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Today, I wanted to talk about a few ways to combat negative patterns and break free of repeating the same mistake that caused you daily to slow down your progress and derail your goals. Do you love reading but don't have time to sit down and read a good book? Well, we all know I love Audible. I share books on the podcast all the time and I talk about Audible a lot. I solved my reading problem with Audible about four years ago. I love to multitask and it's been amazing to still keep up with my book list while checking off my to-do list. It's perfect because they offer books that are narrated by professional voice actors and sometimes even the actors themselves. You can listen while driving, cooking, cleaning, or doing anything else that you need your hands free for. It's like having a personal assistant who reads to you whenever you want. Think Diddy and his umbrella holding manservant, but with books. With the new update, they even have podcasts, sleep meditations, and much more now. There really is something for everyone, and the best part is it doesn't cost you anything to start. You can click the link in the show notes to sign up today and get 30 days and your first book free. All their books are DRM-free, which means they aren't locking them away from other devices, so even if your subscription expires or you cancel it, you can still keep and access the books you've already purchased. Just download them again anytime from anywhere. There's over 180,000 titles available to choose from, and I'm sure that number will just keep growing. You can even follow the Awkward Mom stage on Audible now. So go get started on that reading list, but let's wait until after the show. Okay, so as humans, naturally we form habits. In the process of developing our habits, we also create patterns. They are habits that we do continuously. Sometimes it's good to have a habit because it helps us remember things or makes life easier. But also, you have some actions that do more harm than good. So we want to work to break free from these negative patterns as soon as possible. Because these patterns can lead you down a destructive path and make life worse for you and your loved ones depending on the habit you need to break, you want to start working on it as soon as possible. So just like they always say, the first step to recovery is admitting you have a problem. 
So, of course, the first thing you're going to want to do is recognize your bad habits. The first step you need to take is to identify your negative patterns. Look at your life, the day-to-day, and ask yourself, do I like everything about myself or my life? If the answer is no, then ask yourself, what do I like about my life or myself? Maybe if you've taken some action and you regretted it afterwards, like the outcome wasn't what you wanted or you didn't reach a certain goal by a certain deadline, maybe you're disappointed because you keep missing your weight goal, or maybe you're discouraged because you feel your hard work and artistry is being overlooked while other less creative, less hardworking people are getting noticed for nothing. Maybe you're tired of being overlooked at your job when you know you have the skills and the drive for the promotion you keep getting overlooked for. You want to find out the reason behind the feeling, make a list of all these things one by one, and then you need to make another list of the good things about your life. The goal here is to find out what you don't like and admit it to yourself, as well as what you do like. That way, it gives you a bit more of a clearer picture of what it is you may need to work on changing in order to continue on a more positive path. Taking responsibility is the next step you need to make. I know it may seem similar to recognizing your bad habits, but recognizing you're doing something wrong and taking responsibility for it are two separate things. After you've identified your good and bad habits, the next thing we're going to do is stop blaming others for them. Many people find it so much easier to blame someone else for their problems. But what does that get you? Nothing. You can't change anything if you keep blaming someone else. If you never hold yourself accountable for anything and take responsibility for your own actions, then you'll never learn or grow. You'll also stay stuck in the same place or at the very least be the most unlike person in the room. The best way to solve any kind of challenge is by taking responsibility for your actions or non-actions and making a plan of action that you can follow through on. Becoming accountable for your actions gives you the power to change your destiny. Don't settle for mediocrity when you can live the life you want just by making small changes every day that you don't even realize you're doing after a while because they have now become automatic good habits in your routine. Don't let these people lie to you and tell you that you can't have the life you want or you don't deserve or it's fake or unattainable. Just because they can't or won't do it does not mean that you can't succeed. Usually, you come out better than you ever thought you would. But you first have to start being responsible for you and your actions first. When it comes to managing emotions, I'd say I'm really good at hiding how I feel. Like I can go to work and do my job and no one will know the shitty night I had before unless I want them to. But that can also come to a fault because I sometimes hide emotions when I should say how I feel. And then, you know, it just builds and builds. And then I explode. Not a good thing. Definitely not managing my emotions. But knowing how to manage your emotions is the next thing you need to work on. Emotions are the driving force behind any action. So they can either be for you or against you. You obviously want to choose the ones that give you success in your life. I know some say easier said than done. And yes, usually that is the case. But if it were easier, everyone would be doing it, you know? Gotta love those random calls from grandma. For those that like to journal or brain dump, you can begin to keep a journal of how you feel from day to day and why. Then ask yourself, how can I improve my life? If journaling isn't your thing, 
something I used to do before I started turning my journal into podcast episodes was I used voice notes. Sometimes when I couldn't get the words or thoughts out by writing them, I did voice notes or I jotted thoughts down in the notes app on my phone. Sometimes my brain talks faster than I can write legibly, you know? (laughs) If your emotions are not really that great, then you do something about it. You can do anything, really. Take a walk, watch a movie with a happy ending, listen to a playlist that makes you happy or makes you want to dance when you hear it, or call someone. It could be your mom, bestie, grandma, someone you love, whoever. The goal is to learn how to process your emotions and create a habit that's going to benefit you as you go on in life and work towards your goals. You are going to need to manage your emotions when you hit those snags or get that troll or have a bad day in business or sales. Whatever it is, you need to be at the ready with how you're going to handle yourself because your emotions can play a huge part in messing something up or achieving something great. It's all in the way you handle the situation and manage your emotions. I mean, take reality TV, for example. Look at all the shows, even the business shows today, where they go to some fancy restaurant or they're at a party or a gathering or whatever, and they're always bringing up the most inappropriate topics for whatever event that they're at. It's like, why would you even have a conversation like this during a business, you know, shindig? Like, what are you doing, ma'am? And that is what I mean. You need to manage your emotions because you can mess your whole situation up because you got yourself out here looking crazy for no reason when you could have handled that a whole different way. When something unexpected happens that didn't go the way we wanted it to, We need to dig for the lesson in that situation. You want to dig for the lesson in any situation, but after you've identified an issue, you want to ask yourself what you did wrong. I know we don't ever want to be wrong, and it will be, well, I did everything right. I did what XYZ said, and it worked for them, but not for me, and all that. But there's always room for improvement, and no one is perfect. Maybe you acted hastily to take advantage of the moment, or took a shortcut that caused more harm than good or followed a business plan that someone else used for their business, but you didn't put your own spin on it. You just copy and paste it. Of course, it's not going to work the same for you because you're a different person. Everyone's outcome is always going to be different. Perhaps you failed to think things through and ended up looking like a fool in the end. The point is that we learn from our own mistakes and we work to do better in the future. Again, y'all, we are human. I know perfection is the goal for so many, but the faster you learn to let go of perfection, the faster you can work toward actually being happy in your life. Just think, there's people right now that don't like our bae, Rihanna. I know, tragic, right? To be so sad. But anyway, even as badass and beautiful as Rihanna is, there's still haters. The woman built like an empire for herself, and there's still haters. So if Riri can say, fuck the haters, why can't you? As humans, we usually advance when we understand our negative patterns. Once we have taken the first step to identify our bad habits, it's easier to find the hidden lessons and do better next time. The final step in breaking out of negative patterns is to take a different path. 
When you feel the urge to do something, ask yourself if it's the best or the worst. You don't need to do everything that comes along in order to be happy. So you want to find things that do make you happy. Try out that skill you've always wanted to learn. See if you actually like it or if you just like watching others do it. Like I went to cosmetology school and I can do acrylic nails. I've always been pretty good at it when I did my own and my friends. So I said, well, I can just do that for a living. Wrong. I ended up hating it and continued on with makeup and skincare instead. That was the same thing with hair. I thought since I was pretty good at it, I would go to school, get better at it and love it. And I ended up hating it and doing lashes instead. Go to as many things as you like, but know that there are some things you'll end up not even wanting to do when you thought for such a long time that's what you wanted to do. But you have to try new things, but also recognize what is essential in your life and then act accordingly from there. Do you want to start a podcast, but you don't know where to start? As the host and producer of this podcast, I can tell you it's definitely not easy. When I started out, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing or where to start. Actually, I still kind of don't know what I'm doing. Buzzsprout has been my go-to from the start of my podcast. They have so many helpful videos on hosting, how to edit, how to add music, how to post, what to post. I mean, you name it, they help you with it. And their Facebook community is helpful too. So let me tell you now. If you're a podcaster and you're trying to start a podcast or you already have a podcast and you're looking for a host, definitely check out Buzzsprout. They have everything you need to get started, even a domain name if you don't already have one. Trust me, I'm no tech genius and Buzzsprout has definitely been my saving grace. So if you're interested, you can click the link in the show notes to get started on your podcasting journey. Now back to the show. Making a change is not an easy process. You will have to start with yourself. Just like in that mural series when we started the season this year, small changes daily over time will become big changes and that's what makes all the difference. But once you do start making changes, you'll be surprised at your ability to make positive changes easily in your life, including how you feel and how others perceive you. Don't be afraid to take a break from your negative patterns. But also, don't rush yourself and try to make these huge changes at once because they won't stick. They never do. Just like New Year's resolutions, y'all. You don't need a grand display of things. Just start making small habit changes or small additions to your daily routine and watch over time as your life begins to change for the better. You'll be glad you did it. All right, y'all, that's the end of this episode. I hope this helped give a few tips on how to start breaking free of negative patterns. It won't happen overnight. You aren't going to wake up tomorrow and everything is just going to flow perfectly. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. I'm still working on my routines and habits daily. It takes time. Honestly, you probably won't notice any difference in any of the changes you're trying to make for at least a few weeks or a month or so. It takes time for things to become a habit and also nothing is instant. Even when you go to get a BBL, your body isn't instantly amazing. It actually looks a lot worse before it gets better as the days and weeks goes on. Literally anything you do takes time. 
we live in a world where they're trying to shorten our attention spans, especially children. The shorter our attention spans, the more chaotic and mundane regular everyday tasks will feel if you expect things to progress quickly. But whatever you're working on, you know, isn't a quick change kind of thing. So you start to get discouraged because you think you aren't making progress or taking too long. But the truth is, we're just becoming used to things only lasting 7, 10, 30, or 60 seconds. Anything longer than that, and people act like you're reading a dissertation to them slowly and as monotone as possible. I mean, when I think back, I came from the time when YouTube videos were not that aesthetic, and they were very long. Like, 30 minutes plus of people doing makeup, sharing stories, cleaning, shopping, like, whatever. It was people living their lives and sharing it with others. And it was nice to see other normal people just doing the same shit you like to do. You learned how to do things, build things. You found new places to go, etc. I mean, now that's kind of been replaced by TikTok at this point. But the longest you can post on there, I think, is like one or three minutes now. And that just recently became a thing. I read somewhere that people were gravitating away from longer videos complaining sometimes about the length like everything has to be at light speed now and it's like are you really living if everything you consume and do needs to be in a speedy little package I mean how do you enjoy what you're doing or how you're living at all if you don't even have the attention span for anything longer than three minutes max even myself I have to work on being more present but I don't necessarily like the speedy life so to speak I want to enjoy things for longer than seven seconds you know but anyway, y'all, that's it for me. We're ending the podcast off with something we're grateful for. So what are you grateful for this week? For me, I'm grateful for the ability to get gas and have a roof over my head. I know we've been stressing because gas prices are at an all-time high. Food and everyday items are going up in price, but nobody's paychecks are increasing. The only thing not inflating are people's bank accounts. Except the rich folks. I mean, they straight, you know, like trips to space and unnecessary shit that pollutes the world more and further weighs down the economy. But whatever, that's besides the point. Everyday Americans are struggling daily. Even ones who at one point were doing fine. Some that were upper middle and middle class families are sliding down into lower class family brackets now because of the economy. So I'm definitely grateful that I have the ability to get gas and live without worrying about bombs and planes roaring over my head. Things may be stressful and money is tighter than my high school jeans, but I do have the simple basic luxury of stressing in a safe home with the lights on and my family is safe. And for that, I'm for sure grateful. I definitely send my heart out to Ukraine in this time. I mean, wow. You don't really think you'll actually say that in your lifetime, you know, like there's a war happening that we could possibly be a part of in some way or it could or is affecting our lives. Not as much as the people that's actually going through it, obviously, but you know what I mean. All right, y'all. As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you for all the support since I started this podcast. If you haven't already, please rate and leave your girl a written review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Let me know you're listening and you love it. If you want to share the love, simply screenshot this episode, tag me at the Awkward Mom stage on Instagram and share it on your stories so others can find the podcast as well. I'll reshare them and shout you out on the podcast as a thank you. 
If you'd like to donate to the podcast to help with behind the scenes, or you just want to buy this hot mess mama coffee, you can do that as well with the buy me a coffee link. If you're loving the show so far and you have topics you want me to cover or someone you think should be a guest on the show, send me a DM or an email and let me know. Well, until next week, y'all, always remember you're beautiful. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Make sure to visit our Instagram page at the Awkward Mom Stage, where you can follow and find information on next week's show, updates for the podcast, behind the scenes clips, and more. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode. I hope you have an awesome week. Always remember you're beautiful. Lola.